0: yo what's going on y'all it's your boy so so in case you ain't know so and welcome back to another dope episode of sports with so so coming to you live from cic miami this week we got the heat in action panthers are undefeated chelsea keeps it winning and oh yeah we got to talk about some hurricanes and dolphins too it's time to take a ride y'all let's go down yourself? Yeah, I was. I All like cool. to count. I just I like say that.
1: random numbers at times, maybe not even in order. <laughs> just <laughs> shot them out. 8 75 16, 4, 62. It's just there's no yeah. you know method to the madness but I like that. It's a lot like this show. There's not a lot of there method to it, no but there's there. a lot of
0: madness. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely, man. Good to see you again, big dog.
1: Likewise, big dog. I'm sorry. You know, I got caught up yesterday. I wasn't able to record
0: yesterday. It's all good, bro, because you were doing something really cool that I was jealous while I was at work. What were you doing, my dog? You know, I
1: was out at the the, P, the PGA Memes, the final PGA Memes charity event. That's we your went, second. I went to PGA the one G. earlier PGA. this year, so we. I, I'm sure we talked about it Positive. on the podcast about way back when. Jeez, I don't even know when that was, like. March maybe or something like February, Starting March like episode 39, uh, maybe before that. Probably. Right. Yeah. Um, but anyways, this was the last one of the year. Really nice golf course up in West Palm. I mean, views on views. It just didn't feel like you were in South Florida. One of the best golf courses I've ever played at. Far. Yeah, man. And uh, you know how that goes on those charity events, bro. You know, the drinks are flowing. Everybody's golf Prizes are everywhere. Yeah, everybody's feeling good. The competitive juices are flowing. It was a
0: vibe. Yeah, man. That's what's up, bro. And one thing I gotta definitely bring up because I saw it on the Instagram, Miami Golf Bros. Don't forget to follow it. Alla. Um talk to me about that part three
1: that you played at oh, dog. Oh you hit that beautiful approach. Right. So the, the course was the Trump International up in West Palm. And they have so we played the full eighteen, but apparently Maro Lago, which I've always heard Maro Lago, like that's where the presidents play and stuff like that. Yeah, Um that that's a nine hole course within the Trump International. That's off limits I could take private and we made kind of good friends with our caddy and at the end of the day we were like yo like is there any Look shot me we up? go play one of the holes like we know there's a hole that's a par three island green surrounded by water anyway we can go out there and check it out and maybe play he was like i got you guys Bye. and sure enough we finished ours it was funny because we started on the hole on the third hole of the day and then we we had 18 which 18 was an amazing view i got I pictures it. of that I on my it. page i'm sure you saw that um and then we left instead of going on to one to go play hole 1 and 2 which we still needed to play we deviated and we went and played that hole it was amazing i got on i stuck it no. i was the closest one in the group i just got to Waiting. let that be known and i drained the bird <laughs> so holla hey, at your shit, boy doggy. yes sir and then like nothing, we just came back to hole one and we snuck in and we finished the rest of the tournament. It was it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing, bro. It was a great time. That's what's up, dog. That's what's up, man. And
0: and honestly, when you play golf out out of your like normal places that you go, you want to go and experience shit like that, right? 100%. And something super cool and very few people can do and just.
1: Play golf. Man. I definitely didn't belong there. I'll <laughs> tell you that much. It felt like we did not, like me and my boys. You guys did look not. like
0: out of towners.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, no, not even. They knew where we were from. Like, y'all from Miami? Yeah, we could tell. Yeah, yeah we, we could tell. tell. Y'all all ubered here, didn't you? Oh, did you like just give it away? Pulling up to like an expensive-ass like golf course, and we're like, yeah, we're an we're, I don't even want to talk about how a, we pulled up. A up. 98 Ultima. <laughs> I'll tell you off air. On some rims.
0: <laughs> with, uh, the, with the bass knocking in the back. Of course the truck rattling. Yeah, man. Dade yeah, County style, little
1: bit, A little bit of that, but nah, man. It was a great way to end the, you know, I, I had an elongated weekend, a three-day weekend, but it was a great way to cap off the weekend. Fire. Uh, we had, I mean, I, I've been on a high ever since basketball's been back.
0: Yeah, man. And, and you know, what's crazy is that the season started right after for the Dolphins, uh, not for the Dolphins, for the, for, the, for the Heat, right after we pretty much recorded because they were playing on Thursday against the champs. And um, they actually got off to a good start and we end up hammering the Bucks at home. Huge win. Huge win. One of the biggest wins in NBA history. Uh, I think it, wrote, it broke records for like points scored and a half and a, uh, biggest lead for the Heat. And a really great way to start off the season, right? Granted. Milwaukee had a lot of players out that game, but you still wanted to see the competitive juices flowing from the Heat, and we saw that, right? We saw Tyler Hero go off; he dropped twenty-seven, and it was like, damn, you know, Buddy's really focused on on bringing it every game this year, which is something that we were kind of concerned about if he can do it. But we
1: saw it. I'm, I'm back in. I'm back in on Tyler Hero, guys. Officially, I'm officially I'm going to say it right here, okay, right cool. now. I'm he's officially in. back in on Tyler Hero. I know I had said. Wait, you know, show I don't want to talk about it until the start of the season because it was all preseason hype, hey. right? You know, those three, four preseason games where he was going off, and you know, we had Ethan on the show again. Shout out to Ethan Skolnick. If you haven't checked that interview out, make sure you check that out on YouTube. Yes, now shameless plug. Um, but you know, he he's big on Hero, and he you know he said if if Hero can d- develop and transcend to to the next level, I mean, he this is the the next the person that's going to help the Heat you know what I mean, solidify themselves For as sure. a contender. And so far, you know, through these three games, I don't want to get too far ahead, but, I mean, he's, he's looked fantastic. So I just want to keep it on game one, though. What what do you think about that performance? Game one
0: was amazing because, again, what we saw was the assertiveness by Tyler Hero in order to get to the paint, hit some free throws, and, and hit some shots. We even saw him take, like, a, a long three-pointer with the time running down and hit it, and it was like, you could tell he's feeling himself. Mm-hmm. And something else that, right. that I noticed. He has a little bit of swagger. right. Something else that I noticed too, man, I don't know if it's just because how we saw him training, but he looks like the muscle's going to pay off, man, because he was able to get to the rim a lot, uh, drop some floaters, some finger rolls and stuff like that, and not really be bothered by the defense or by being like hit with some type of contact, and... Right now, he's averaging 23 points in those three games, man. He had that 30-point game against the Pacers, right, where, yeah, the Heat lost, but we took it to, the, uh, to overtime, and we should have had that game I in I want to talk regular, about that game a little bit more In regular time, life. you know. Um, and, and, of course, we saw Bam do his thing, double-double, Jimmy off to the races. And something else that I really liked is the emergence of Kyle Lowry's real meaning to this offense. The man has 14 assists in the only two games played. He missed that Pacers game um, that we're going to break down right now. But the fact that he has those assists that much, you could tell that he's just trying to facilitate all the time and is going to continue to do so throughout the season. That's what yeah. we brought him here for. Man. I really think he can average double digits in the assist game this
1: year, bro. You can, He can average it absolutely with the squad and the pieces around him. Yeah, man. I mean, he, argue, we can argue this is – I mean, well, he did have Kawhi – on that yeah, but team, he, but here is a deep. I a think deeper here team. he has more. You know what I mean? Like I'm not even going to compare because obviously I just think Kawhi, and I'm like, yeah, we we, we haven't had Kawhi. Like you know, right? I'm not a Kawhi player. Jimmy, I Jimmy would say, is, that. is that player, correct? Um, but he has a lot more people that he can pass the ball to now, and that are gonna score. I mean, in that game alone, uh, we had in that first game against the Bucks, Jimmy had 21, Bam put up 20, Tyler 27. Three guys. Three, the three main guys, the three guys that we were talking about, you know what I mean? Facts. So if those guys can do what they do and Kyle can just get in there and run the point, literally run the point and do what he's supposed to do and just get those guys the looks, I mean, that's a, we saw that's a it, formula for success right there. We
0: saw the the impact that Kyle Lowry is going to have in this, in this team this year when he missed that game against the Pacers. We didn't have that floor general. We didn't have that person there. And look, we still put up a good amount of points. The offense was still there. Jimmy did his thing. Hero again, dropped 30. Bam, you know, played well. But we were missing that one little piece, that one little piece. And I think Kyle Lowry is that piece. So the more games he plays, obviously, you know, you want to be cautious with his health. But when, when – and just in this little small sample of games that we have, three games, two games that Lowry's played in, two games where we win dominantly. We went dominantly because even Orlando's win, uh, the, the win against Orlando at home was a dominant win. We were out there up by, by, you know, eight, nine points, up, taking the lead to like 14, and then boom, back down and work on the on the lead, but not, never really giving it up, never really being in any type of contention where it's like, all right, we got to really lock down here on defense and, and make some buckets. No, the game was pretty easy, and those are games that, you know, I've talked with my buddy at work um, where we're like – these are games that the heat in the past right would have lost even with Jimmy because maybe Jimmy doesn't have it that night maybe somebody else you know Jimmy relies on somebody else to to come through and they don't but now with this heat team and the depth that we have it's like yo we're gonna win a lot of the games that we were losing last year and that in itself is gonna you know lead to more victories and and lead obviously to lead to a better record but it's really gonna solidify us in that top three position in the east me?
1: I'm glad you're bringing it up because I I agree. I mean, the, you've been the main proponent for hey, we need the point guard. You know, right. the point guard is is the the focal point. We need the we need a good elite point guard, and we got that in Lowry now. And and yeah, so I'm with you on the point that hey, look, you know, we, we did well in our two games because he was there, even though he didn't have a, a, a giant impact, he still impacted the game. Right. But I'm not even looking at that right now. Granted, we do have the small sample size. Correct. are you know, we're going to be playing tonight, uh, our fourth game of the season. Um, so it's only three games. We're two and one, but the one that I'm really looking at, I'm not looking at the two wins. Yeah, the impressive wins at home. I'm looking at that road loss, man. That road loss against an Indiana Pacer team. That granted, whenever we go into to go play them at the Pacers, it's they, always tough. They always give regardless us, of a the tough, team a tough matchup, regardless of the team.
0: Shaq, LeBron, you name the it, doesn't depth, matter.
1: With the depth that we have, I expected us to bury them that game, and we. We should have. We had no excuse to lose that game. They had only scored 10 points through about 20 minutes in that second half. Halfway through the fourth quarter, they only had scored 10 points. And the Heat were just missing shots and kind of just staying in the game. They let them get back in it at the end. They tied it up. We go to overtime, which we had never should have been in, and we end up losing by double digits. Yeah, all because we're missing Kyle Lowry, we, that's unexcusable, man. The,
0: the thing is, and look, this is gonna happen in the in the NBA season, right? We gotta, we and we always gotta keep in the back of our minds that this is an 82 game season, uh, 100%. Right?
1: So, yeah, you hate to see the small games like that where well, they. Well, that's the one you. I want to dissect more, right? You know, right now the wins I'm happy with, but the loss, yeah. man, a uh, road loss like that where we had troubles on the road last year.
0: And you got to remember too, one thing that we didn't even bring up until right now, which is that was their first road game as a unit. You know what I mean? And then again, the 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 fact that Lowry's not there to be like, hey, focus is on here. You know what I mean? Not letting people get distracted, being that general, um, that should play the role. And when you're, and sometimes you're off, man. If it wasn't for Hero, that game would have been a blow Hero, up. That's
1: another reason why right? I wanted to talk about Tyler. That game, Hero, Hero was the only reason that the Heat. Or even in it.
0: He was the one that was making shots. He could yes. make sh- Everything that he was shooting was going in. Everybody else was getting good looks, just not making them. Yeah. Right? And those games, again, like I, I said, I think they took happened, the,
1: lead, the lead late, and Hero was the one that got the three to tie the game to take us to overtime. I
0: guarantee you Hero has that game, and Lowry plays, we win. By, like,
1: at least eight points,
0: right? Because Hero pops off like that. Instead like of shit. losing by 11. Instead of losing in overtime, more than likely. Oh forget about God, losing man. by 11 because I felt like. Yeah, at the end there,
1: it just kind of got away. It, it gets away. You're down game. six.
0: You're down five. And you're like, well, fuck it. We're not, we're not going to play the foul game. If these guys hit shots, they hit shots. And the Pacers made shots. We missed ours. That's, that's as simple as that. But what I did like is the bounce back. You know what I mean? Right. You lose that game. You bounce back and we don't have that bullshit where it's like, oh, all right, well, damn, are we confident? Are we shaky? No, Orlando's coming into our house. All right, hey, let's take care of business because we got to beat this team. And that's another team historically has always given the Heat big trouble, right? And big trouble meaning becoming a nuisance, having, you know, Evan Fourier go off for 42 points or, you know, Mobamba goes off for 28 and 17 points and 17 rebounds. Those are the weird games that you get from Orlando yeah. that beat the Heat. Always. And now that shit's not happening because, again, once we're at full strength, it's like, okay, we all know where to go. Marquise Morris was had 16 points in that game, dog. Like, That's how... That's how much any night anybody can be the one who's like, ah, you're the reason we won this game. Cool, yeah.
1: man. PJ Tucker, you, four he gets like four court. three points or something, four three pointers, and you know and a boom. couple of a couple of close you know layups or something. He has 16 points on a, any given night. Correct. You
0: but know? but I, like I said, I'm glad that we're we have that. You know, that test in Indiana to be like, damn, this is what it's going to be like for us on the road moving forward. Because these next 10 games for the Heat are really going to be a, a good barometer to know how good this team is, right? We got the next game being on the road at Brooklyn. Tonight we home, the Right, home against the Hornets. And then on the road for two more games against Memphis, against Dallas. Two playoff teams that could be in the West. Come back home to I face mean, Boston, you, you another can't playoff team. sleep on team. the
1: Hornets, man. They got LaMelo.
0: They're going to be a playoff team. So listen to all these playoff teams I'm going to name. Boston, Utah, at home, uh, on the road against Denver, on the road against the Lakers, on the road against the Clippers, and then on the road against Utah again. That's, 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 that's a killer nuts. schedule. That's a killer schedule for any team. So, so we're going to know right a now, lot about this Heat team I mean, next 30, 40 days. In these next couple of days, you know what I mean? That all these games happen because it's a really good barometer, like I said, to be like, yo, this is where the heat stack up. And honestly, I can see us winning more than five games here. I can see that. It's always tough to win on the road, but we have the guys in place, the veterans in place, enough young shooters in place where we can go on the road and win three on the road, right, against tough opponents. And it all starts with beating t- established teams, right? You beat a team like Brooklyn on the road. You beat a team like Memphis or Dallas on the road. That just gives you a lot more confidence because you're like, you know what? We can hang. Not only can we hang, our game travels with us. We're not just good at home. You feel that, me?
1: That That's right there is it's what's going to separate us this year. If we can get it done on the road. Every year, man, the team that can win on the road, forget about but it. But more it specifically
0: for this team, right? Because I feel like if you think about it, J-Dog, the heat winning on the road was always the biggest recipe to the to their success right even in years that we didn't win the championship, you look at the Heat squad as a team. A and you're like, yo, the these road. these guys were winning games on the road. They had a really good point per game average on the road. Their defense was also really good on the road. And, yeah, maybe home could be shaky where you're a little bit closer to 500 than you want to be, but you're really good on the road and where you right got to be. And that right there is, is a key ingredient. This team has some of those makings where it could be like, holy shit, this team is really good on the road, and they can go out there and beat. A Brooklyn team, a Memphis, a Utah team. Now, a Utah team that's incredibly dangerous. A Denver team, incredibly Denver, dangerous. They got the MVP. Incredibly I mean, dangerous.
1: We got a stacked. The next Lakers 10 and games the Clippers. Right
0: like both those teams, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Are like trying to win championships. So uh, no, it's and, a really and good and road role. The all heat, all man. these
1: teams are <laughs> are in position. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna be a challenge. It's gonna teams. be a test. You said, you know, you think we can snag away five wins. Is that your expectation? You think fifty percent is gotta win at least half. Is on reasonable? The road. Yeah. So those those out of those next ten games, let's see, one, uh, two, three, Six, seven. No, I'm trying to see how many are on the road. Seven. and seven at Brooklyn, so seven at on the Memphis, road and three at Memphis, at home.
0: Dallas, at Denver, at the Lakers, at the
1: Clippers, and then again at Utah. Nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna prices right you right now. Six is the expectation. Nah, man, you got. I'll nah, give you the Utah game. Right. We need, game, we, need right? To, we need to favor like even.
0: <sighs> dog, what, what, I know what you're thinking, but if you if you're thinking like that, dog, then we're talking about a historic season where these guys are gonna win sixty something games. That's not gonna happen. Is they're it? gonna Nah, it's not, it not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Why? Because we don't have a uh, number one, we don't have a second superstar. Lowry's not a superstar. What if
1: Hero transcends? What if Bam transcends? Because what, what, what if?
0: That's a that's a cute what if, Doc. But I'm not I'm not gambling on this team being a what if team. I'm just looking at them for who they are right now. They're a really good defensive team, and they're an Getting better offensive team, right? We scored over 100 points almost every single game we played so far this season. That seems to be a normal trend where we're able to score and keep teams from scoring. That's going to allow us to win a lot of games. And if we're talking about winning six of those seven games on the road. No, no, no,
1: no, no. Okay, I think that's where we are. But even six you out know, of ten. No, six out of those ten. Six, six, out cause of, six out of those ten means we got to win the three at home. We have to you, absolutely you win, win those home. three. You win
0: at home. And then
1: sure. I want three out of those seven on the road. That's why I came up with the six. And I don't got think it. that's unreasonable. That's not unreasonable. I don't think I'm saying, you know, I, you pose the 62, you know, wins on the uh, – that's a little but obviously even far-fetched. If, if, but if we go seven I think out of ten. he 10? can go 50, 55 wins this season.
0: Bro, I would put it a little bit closer to 50 that's I think, and that's, and I think that's the Heat this year can go 50 amazing, to 55. And that's a still an amazing season. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, an amazing season. And 41 and 41
1: season. is 500. You know so what? anything above 41, you're you're, you're golden.
0: Listen, and, and, and more importantly, because of the competition that we're going to be facing, right? Yeah. We're going to be facing a lot of teams that are scrambling for that third spot. So almost every night that you play a Boston, a Philadelphia, uh, you play Brooklyn, you know what I mean? You play the Knicks, you play Atlanta. That's a playoff game almost because you're you're fighting for that position. You're fighting for the one, two, three, four, five, six spot yep. more so than ever, in, especially in the East, man. So I, I, us winning on the road is definitely going to help that. And I, like I said, out of those seven games, I really think we can pull off three or four, no doubt. You know what I mean? I like
1: that. I like that. No doubt. Now we're on no the same doubt. page. I'm with you on that. And no yeah, doubt. I'm, I'm I'm pulling for it, man. I'm excited for this game tonight. It's going to be lit. We got uh, the it's Heat lit. versus the Nets. We're going to kick their ass though. This is going to kick off the the, the tester, the right yeah.
0: the test run. Yeah. And look, we got bodies to throw at these people. Oh bro. yeah. We got bodies to throw at these people. You so. think we
1: we think we we play uh some of the younger guys cuz a lot of the a lot of these guys have been getting a lot of minutes, you know. Mm-hmm. Jimmy played like 40 minutes. Struz uh, has been playing like back to back almost. A hero's been putting in minutes. A lot. You think some of the other guys like Omar you're seven and all that are going to come off the bench a little bit in these nah, games or they're going to stick to our core stick right now? Stick to
0: the core. Stick to what's working. Who's hot? You guys Get out there yeah. and let it ride. I'm you know what that. I mean? You let it ride. And then and then like that, you give the other guys an opportunity to get hot whenever they play those limited minutes, right? Hey, get in there, but do something because then I can put you in there for longer and find out different combinations where I can get you more minutes. So it's all about production, right? Heroes producing, feed the kid. Don't mm-hmm. stop. Don't change his minutes. Don't change a damn thing. Keep him rolling. You know what I mean? I like it. And let it go like that. And And – That's how it goes, man. That's how you're able to build some type of consistency where it leads to wins, kind of like the Panthers are doing. Because right now, those boys are on fire. Six, O, and O. Which zero losses, means zero ties, baby. Undefeated. Undefeated. Through six games. Shout out to the Panthers, bro. A little late, but I had to, It's all right, dog. That's that's huge, man. That's
1: a huge start for them.
0: It's an amazing start for them, especially the way their season ended last year, right? Losing in the first round against Tampa Bay. The ultimate
1: to be fair, they ended up going out to win winning. the championship, correct? The Stanley Cup final.
0: But now the Panthers are on that mission of trying to win the Stanley Cup. You know what I mean? And it's evident that these guys are really focused at which is uh, on the task at hand, which is winning every game that they can. There's been three of these last six. Out of those six games that they've won, they've gotten three games where they either had to come back from being down or having a team equalize and then having to go up. Case in point, against Philadelphia. Uh, we were actually down one zip. We equalized. They go up to one and it's like, well, we got to turn it on here, and those guys end up winning the game. Coming down from 2-1 on the road. Next game, same thing happens. We're up comfortably. Phoenix is able to tie the game up, and it's like, whoa, these guys are getting too close. Turn the jets on. Close close out strong. Close out strong. Win by two goals. See you. Good (laughs) night. On to the next game. These guys are really playing together, and it it shows on their stats, right? You got um, Jonathan Huber, though, leading the team in points, eight, has five assists on the season. Sam Bennett, which is the guy that I was talking about in the last podcast, another pickup amazingly from the GM, has four goals on the season so far. A lot of the the work is being really spread out you're not seeing just one guy dominate and say well uh, this guy's leading with seven goals and ten assists nah it's a team effort and even spencer knight bro these two goalies they keep flipping back and forth and it doesn't matter who they put in there because even if the guy gives up a goal or two or three whatever the rest of the team has enough confidence and he, and that goalie will have enough constant confidence in himself to be like you know what we got this i know that these guys are gonna have my back we're going to be able to win and keep it rolling. Now, I'm not saying they're going to be undefeated for the whole season. No, but,
1: but hey, we got to shout it out. I mean, this it, is This is a do. great
0: start. Amazing. Amazing
1: That's start. First place right now. Yep. I mean, they are 6 and 0. Oh, like you said, they have what 12 12 goals scored yep. on the season already. I yep. mean, it's no. Uh yeah, 12 points already on the season. And what I love, bro, what I wanted to ask you was um, or, or what I wanted to mention actually was the fact that now we uh, we have the schedule more open, so we are getting different looks. And it's, it's not just – you can't go off of last year. If you were that hater last year, like, yeah, well, the Panthers are good. But, but you just played Chicago three times. Thank you. Yeah. They're playing everybody, everybody now, Baba, and everybody's getting some. Yep. And and not
0: only getting some, it's like I said, it's the resiliency. It's the, the open play, the quick movement, uh, the excellent goaltending that we're seeing. Bro, I've talked about it plenty no, of times. No, they're all looking
1: sharp. Everybody, that whole team is clicking. It looks very sharp right now.
0: You can tell that this franchise is focused on winning, dog. Like, top to bottom. Top to bottom. Every Every single move that these guys are making is like, hey, we got to win. Hey, we got to win. Let's have a good time. Let's build a good environment. But, ultimately, we got to win. Because if not, these guys would have gave up one of those games easily. It's easy to give up a game on the road and be like, fuck, bro, they tied it. Ah, oh, shit, they just went up. There's a minute left. Let's pack it up and go home, Let's pack guys. it up and go home, and we'll, we'll, we'll strap them on tomorrow and, and, and go back at it on the ice. Nah, these guys are not doing that. They're fighting, and they're getting equalizers and trying to get ahead and trying to win in regulation. Again, those are things that really good teams do and more importantly, teams that are trying to win a championship. We beat Tampa Bay, and since then, all we've seen is good performances back to back to back. What does that tell me? That they just weren't focused on Tampa Bay
1: to say, like, damn, this is our one target.
0: Let's beat them and get them out the yeah, way. Yeah, because
1: it could have been very easy for them to do like the Dolphins and beat Tampa Bay and go on and brum, lose brum, brum, the next brum, five, brum. six games in a row. But oh. they are, like you said, they're not – they're not. They're not the Dolphins. They're not They're a committed. losing franchise. They're committed. They're skilled. They have a good team in place. The you know great the coach. leaders are the leaders that they have there are you know are top notch. I mean, it, it, it it's it looks like the same team that we had last year, just better. It looks like there's a chip <laughs> on these guys' shoulder. I'm sorry. That's I hate to great be so way, redundant. That's a great way to, to be break redundant. it down, doc. I know that just sounds like I hurt myself. Um, but you know what I'm saying? No, like, it I looks, agree. It, like It looks like the same team like as far as everything that they're bringing on the ice already through six games, but it just looks like there's a little bit more fire up under their ass. You yeah. know what I mean?
0: absolutely. Like, like you said, I feel like they definitely have something to prove, and they definitely have something to play for. It shows. It's evident in the way they play their game. Um, they're not going to win every game, you know, whatever. We know that. It's hockey. But it's the attitude. And right now, the attitude that they're showing is just winning. And if you're a Sp- South Florida sports fan, you know, you live in Broward or you live in like North Dade, you need to be checking out these Panthers whenever they're at home. Or if you're
1: a disgruntled Dolphins fan. Absolutely. We got nothing else to look forward to this season, folks. And we, we'll get into that in a second. So We
0: got to focus on teams that are winning. Yeah. Putting good products on the field yes. or the court or the ice, whatever you want to call it. And. Get behind that because what we don't want to do is not give these guys their due while we have them doing well and then look back and be like, ah, oh, damn, we could have, you know, supported more. We could have gone to a couple of games or whatever. The Heat have done their part. They're the, they're the top-tier franchise out here. They got championships to prove it. Panthers are trying to win championships. I don't know if the Dolphins or if the Canes are trying to win. We
1: don't, we don't know. Well, I don't that's know. That's to be discussed or t- to be determined.
0: For a long time. But uh,
1: I, just, I just ordered some – Panthers merch for us cuz I feel wrong that we don't have we any don't, Panthers need, merch. I'm a, so I'm coming in here rocking with, in. A, with a jersey with yep. a Florida
0: Panthers jersey. Yo, hockey jerseys are dope. I'm not even They really, they really are. Hey man, dope dope uniforms, dope team. What do you want? You know you want you want to root for a team that's winning. God damn it! This is it. This is the team. It's the here. Florida Panthers.
1: One to be excited
0: about, man. And we got one. Like we can't even say, like, hey, all of our franchises are like doing really well. No, 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 no. We got to focus on the teams that are doing well. Yeah, Heat season we started them. up. They're here. Let's go. Go Heat. Go, go Panthers. Heat, go Panthers. You know what I mean? We're we're rolling along with the teams that are winning. You know what I'm saying?
1: Not to say we're rooting against our other local teams, but we're just not gonna put our energy in that I direction know where they anymore. Stand. You know what I'm saying?
0: If you're a real hardcore fan of the Dolphins or the Kings or the Panthers or the Heat, you know exactly where those teams stand. Exactly where they're at. So no surprise. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So all of that to say, let's go, Panthers. Let's go, baby. Keep it rolling, baby. Sports with So So is behind you. The podcast is behind you. And we're gonna keep it. We're gonna get you guys some some good recognition out here. I
1: don't feel like there's enough love for the Panthers. We're gonna we're gonna make it happen. They're gonna get theirs. And we're going to move on to this next topic by saying that the Panthers are 6-0. Correct. we're going to transition. I'm just going to one-up that. And I want to talk about 7-0. 7-0. Right.
0: Right. Um, That just happened to be the score that Chelsea beat Norwich last Saturday in the English Premier League.
1: Que clase paliza.
0: Eso es un paliza, mi hermano. Bro, 7-0 in a soccer game. Let me equate that for you. For you guys that aren't like uh, too heavy into soccer, that's like beating a team 49 to zip. In football, or beating a team like a hundred like to the twenty heat did to the Bucks. No, no, hundred to you know twenty. You know what
1: I mean, like that, like that yeah, type of a, win.
0: That's a that's an ass whooping for you to remember. Your fans are gonna remember that. Your your great great grandchildren are gonna hear that story that you went to Stanford Bridge and you saw us get that ass by seven zip dog, and. Super cool. Even more than that, our boy Mason Mount had a freaking hat trick, dog. First Shh. one ever as a senior for the Blues, and it was a pretty cool moment. You know what I'm saying? That's he got nuts. lucky that he got it. Let me say that, though. I got to say, say that. It? Why do you say because that? Because he had a penalty blocked, but the goalie was off his uh, off his line. He wasn't standing on the line. Right. So it had to do it yeah, over, yeah, and course, then he was able to score. But that's the rules, dog. I mean, hey, the rules are the rules.
1: It doesn't matter, dog. It's just like in it's, golf. It doesn't matter how, what <laughs> shots you hit. All that matters is the score on the card. That's Nobody correct. sees
0: anything but the score. That's correct. And my dog got his hat trick. And more importantly, bro, like you said, we we saw the winning. You know, you see a lot of winning from Chelsea. They find ways to win. Uh, even yesterday in the Carabao Cup, they go, to, they go up one zip against Southampton, who we had just played like 15 days ago. And they're cruising, give up the equalizer in a weird, weird way. The ball like kind of skimped. Passed by. Once Kepa had blocked it, it landed right at the foot of the goal. Guy kicked it in. So then the rest of the game is a tie, and then it goes into penalties. It gets the penalties, and Chelsea just comes up with a block and a good goal and a block and a good goal, and they force the key. And the next thing you know, they will end up winning that game in penalties. Those are things that teams that are mediocre, teams that aren't fully, like, invested, teams that don't really have the managers back or vice versa – they would have easily lost those games, but Chelsea, like the Panthers, like the Heat, they have been finding ways to win games, whether it's ugly, pretty, or not. And when when you're in the sport of soccer, that's all that matters, man. Because it's not every game you're gonna win seven zip. It's not every game right. you're gonna win three to two or three to one. You're gonna have to find ways to produce a goal, produce some type of movement, some type of Build up in yeah. order to get that goal, and that only comes from persistence and giving it all you got every single second.
1: Yeah, they're they're they're. I mean, I wouldn't say they're making something out of nothing because they're they're definitely making something with something. But there's right. a lot of teams that are out there that have something. You know what I mean? That they have right. a good team, right? And they ain't getting it done. Not in the moments where where it's where it like counts. United
0: Manchester United just got their ass whoops five zip by Liverpool. And if you look at that Shh. Manchester United squad, first of all, it's led off by Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo. So it's like. How much more do you need after that? Right. You know what I mean? And then, again, you got world-class players that are at Manchester United. For them to lose to Liverpool like that, it's kind of like what you're talking about, where they have those talents or they have the abilities, but for some reason they can't seem to put it together. Chelsea just finds a way to put it together. And, and all that credit, I believe, goes to Tuchel, man. And ever since that guy has gotten here, we've seen the improvement. The resurgence. You know, the resurgence has been real. The defense is incredible. Um, we're, we're, we're we're scoring more goals. Everybody's getting more involved. The defense is crazy lineups
1: that he's throwing out there on different, you know, different games and stuff. They're just working. Like. And,
0: and the death, man. We talked about it with the Heat. We talked about it with the Panthers. And now we're going to talk about it with Chelsea. These guys have such a deep squad that they can afford to rotate eight guys six guys in a lineup that is only playing 11 people at a time and just say, yeah, this team is just as good as that hardcore lineup that I have that I usually go with. That's crazy. That's, a you know, an abundance of riches. And, and when you're a team that has that, you, it either goes two ways. Either you fail spectacularly or you do amazing things and you start to win a bunch of games. And I feel like Chelsea is definitely on the road to winning a bunch of games. We're on top of the league right now, right?
1: They're uh, seven wins. One draw, one loss in first place with 22 points. Yep.
0: And the loss was, again, to a tough, tough, real tough Manchester City team right at home where they beat us one zip. Cool. The tie was a tie against Liverpool. Again, where we were down Liverpool to 10 men. Liverpool just beat Man City. They just beat Man, Man United oh, Man U, sorry. Five, five zip. But that game where we played them, we scored first. They get a whack penalty at the, right at the half end up tying in the game and then can't score or can't do anything for the next 45 minutes even though we were playing with a man down. The team is strong. You know what I mean? That's
1: an understatement.
0: We, we, we've we only lost a couple of games in the season and we've only given up a handful of goals. It's really ridiculous how good this team is and I'm just happy to be a Chelsea fan right now, man, because all these guys do is win. Play my track, dog. Yeah, man. Yeah,
1: bro. Let's, keep, let's keep talking about winning. Let's get the winning one. Let's keep going. talking about winning. All right,
0: cool. Let's go Canes. Right? No, 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 no. Oh, no?
1: No. I no. was going to say, hmm. I mean, I didn't wear the shirt for nothing. Okay. You, you want to talk about that? A go little ahead, more exciting football team, let bro. Let the people know, man. Let you the let, people know. Yeah, man. Your boys did their thing last week. That's we all I got to say. We did our thing. We did our thing. If you haven't already checked out last week's video that dropped, 365 Flag Football week two. It was a great game between the Cardinals and the Empire. Uh, We covered it all. We got it out there for you guys. Some player
0: interviews. Shout out to George, the quarterback.
1: Hell of of a video. Hell of a great time, man. I mean, but we we told you guys that seeing these guys on the field, I mean, it just felt like we were missing something.
0: I felt like you see people doing it, and you're like, I would have made that catch. Oh, I probably would have picked that off. I would have done that a little different. I would have done that a little different. And then we found ourselves... Putting a team together, you know what I'm saying? Um, which officially doesn't even have a name yet. We're uh, just rocking. I've been
1: calling us the Bad News Bears because they were the jerseys,
0: right? <laughs> the I like we that. had
1: like yellow or gold jerseys and stuff. I, and like that. I just looked at the crowd and they all look like Bad News.
0: That's us, man.
1: Yeah. A, a ragtag <laughs> bunch.
0: bunch of <laughs> misfits that found the football and were like, yeah, we'll play some football against oh, you yeah. guys. And uh, we did our thing out there, bro. We you actually know. came away with the win. 14. We started
1: off a little shaky, yeah, right? We got to
0: shake off the rust. But we the, start,
1: Yeah, exactly. We had never, like, all of us together, we hadn't really played together. So correct. we kind of go out there and get a feel it was, for it. Yeah, it was a little shaky. You know, like you said, shaking off the rust. But, man, that second half, that was some football boy. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, on both sides, right? Because the, those guys were definitely doing the thing. They were able to move the ball on us a couple of times. Well, we just came up with some big stops on fourth mm-hmm. down and whatnot. Um, and Saul, man, shout out to my boy, he came up with some big with some Big plays in that in that backfield, and even on on offense, right? We had Poe throw that touchdown to Julio, which was amazing. Really got the squad going, and then you know Saul got to make some throws. Julio found some receivers, and, and we really were able just to. Stick together for a team that has never played together, had never competed together. Um, like I said, bro, a ragtag All bunch man, of misfits, bro.
1: I mean, I'm surprised you you left. The, obviously, you left them for last for a reason. But we got to shout out your nephew, dog. Dominic oh, was out sure, there doing man. his thing, bro. We got a wild card out there,
0: bro. Um, personally, personally, Felt good. I was mo- one of the most amazing. Feelings I've ever had in my life, dog. Felt like LeBron
1: and Bronny, kind of, playing on the same team?
0: Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like, I saw this kid when he was a baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. a baby baby. So, for me to be on the field with him and, like, coaching him, telling him what to do and, like, just, see, you know, encouraging him, having him make those sides. Yeah, not,
1: no longer just coaching him up, but now it's like you're, you're your competing teammate. alongside you're him. You're my teammate. Yeah. I, I'm going to
0: build you up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I got your I back. I got your back, exactly. Right. So it was it was personally a really really you know special moment for me. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? A special moment for my cousin and obviously great, for my man. nephew. He killed it, bro. He
1: had like three sacks that game for us. Just the pressure. Yeah, you know? he just kept pressure and it just never ran out of energy. I mean, you, you go you need figure.
0: that. You need that in flag football and the fact that he's way younger than That's us what and I'm has saying, energy. Exactly. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he saved a couple of the old guys there more more than once. So it was a really dope ex- experience. Um,
1: we got to figure out a way to get. Our, one of our games recorded and commented. We got to have some, some we, of the we listeners. We got to see. We well, got to see. we send out our equipment, set them all up. I don't know about we'll all that. We'll have somebody. I don't know. I don't want nobody us.
0: around this baby right here. Like, <laughs> this is my baby right here. You
1: got uh, you got attachment issues, bro. Yeah, big time. Um, But
0: that was dope, man. And we get to do it again. Shout out to 365. Oh, yeah, man. Shout, Shout out, out to, to my brother, Steve. Yeah, man. Um, I see you. Yeah, man. And, and 365 flag football. Yeah. You know, I've, I've said it a bunch of times. It's really the best flag football league in South Florida because of the amount of competition that you get in there, man. You'll get all types of players, coach, uh, uh, some ex-pros, uh, Division One, Division Two, high, high school players, like young guys, old guys, veterans, like... Newcomers, people coming from like different Me, counties. I'm new. I've no, only No, no, even teams. Like we have teams that are from oh, like way out, out of town. Out, shit. Yeah. Out of town yeah. You know that drive out there and, and just to compete against some of the best talent that that's out there. And um, 365, man, that's where it's at. And we're happy to be a part of it. So oh, yeah, man, we'll be bringing you some more info and more. Uh, I don't want to say stats, but we're going to bring some more information definitely as, as it comes along on 365 oh, yeah. Sports with social. And
1: if you guys like those videos, man, let us know. We really, really want to keep like. doing other stuff like that. And
0: subscribe to the
1: YouTube channel while we're at yeah, it. Yeah, make sure you subscribe. That Let's definitely go, helps. Um, but yeah, we want to do more stuff like that, right? We wanna, we, yeah, we've been talking a little bit, brainstorming a little bit, other things that we can do uh, just to kind of get a pulse on, on South Florida sports and not just the professional sports, man. There's a lot of good talent, like you said, down here, man. Whether it's, you know, Know, golfers or basketball players or football players i mean there's just so much there's talent everything down, down here man, man. And even boxes bro the, uh, boxing mma i mean MMA. Dude, there, d- there's just so much talent down here that doesn't i don't think frankly gets covered and why not us you know what i mean yeah so, for sure
0: we're gonna shine that light we're uh, gonna yeah. definitely shine that light on it and um you know speaking about the talent i want to say that the you know the hurricanes are one of those teams that have that talent on there and I'll tell you what, after that last win that they had, it was a narrow victory, and they had the week off, getting prepared for facing a tough, tough Pittsburgh team on the road. I really think that these, this Hurricanes team is starting to get galvanized. Maybe a little bit in the too late in the season to save the season, but I really think it's going to be good for the, the freshmen that are on the squad. Oh, absolutely. I think that's, and, that's and who and benefits the, the most is those two and,
1: young classes.
0: And we see it because Tyler Van Dyke has been playing really well. He's, he's had some issues, right? Obviously learning on the job, but you can tell that he wants to win, that he's willing to do winning plays, right? I saw him scramble for a first yard and take a hit. He didn't even slide. He knew he had to get that first down. So he stood up with his big-ass body and tucked down and, boom, ran a couple of guys over to get that extra yardage to ensure that we got that first down on the third and long. That's stuff that hungry players do, players that know what it's about, any other quarterback that's like, oh, I got to take care of my career or I got to look out for myself, he would have slid, probably not gone for it. This kid is committed to winning. You know what I mean? And for for as much as people may not like to hear it, Manny really has these guys in the locker room believing in themselves, you know, because I follow a lot of these kids on Twitter and I see the tweets like, yo, in this locker room, is just us. Us against the world. We don't care what the media says. We don't care what our family has to say. We don't care what a booster has to say. We don't care what a recruiter has to say. It's all about the guys in the locker room. You know what I'm saying? I've seen it from Mal Blades, uh, uh, Bob Bo- Bolden, you know, who's out with, for the rest of the year with the soldier injury, re- which he hurt three weeks ago. Senior, still playing. Played the last two games with a messed up shoulder. That's Ed Reed type shit. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, he's not as good as Ed Reed, but just that commitment to say, nah, I made a commitment to this school I made a commitment to this guy next to me that I'm gonna ball and I'm gonna play hard and I'm gonna give it my all and again maybe the results aren't on the field where we want them to be but you got to give credit to these kids for having that ability to say you know what forget these people forget the outsiders we're gonna stay locked in in here and if if they're able to really push that into some type of momentum right and a focus Right on the task at hand, they might be in a better position where they can mess up, really mess up a couple of other team' season. Case in point, number nineteen pit this weekend. Um, it's a Saturday game. Are they
1: nineteen or seventeen? I think. I know they're Another top twenty for sure. No,
0: seventeen. You're right. A twelve o'clock game um, on the ACC network.
1: All right. So we played NC State this past week. That's who we just played. Yeah. And that's who we beat at home.
0: Tough, tough game. Tough game. And you get, and you eat thirty-one
1: that. thirty. I mean, that's uh, what, that's that's a close uh, game.
0: If these uh, and again, that's why I was saying that about the kids. If these guys had given up on the season or given up on themselves, there's no way they win that game, dog. Being an unranked team, my home, where where you're getting booed if if you miss a play or some shit like that. These kids did not give
1: up. They fought through it and they believed in themselves. Damn! Now that I'm looking at this. <laughs> All right, so I'm looking at the the Hurricanes ever since the, the Alabama game, 44-13. Then right. they go on, and they barely skate by with the win, 25-23 against App State. Number eight, Michigan State, Smack rolls, us. rolls us, just 38-17. Then we go on, and we whoop Central Connecticut State, 69-0. That's that's granted. But the last three games is what I'm looking at right here. Margin of victory for Virginia was two points, 30-28. to Margin of victory for UNC was three points, 45-42 and the margin of victory now for the canes was 1.3130. So all three of the last games have been decided by 3 points or less. That's nuts. I just I just realized I didn't even know that.
0: Now, if it was an experienced team and we're losing those games, I'm been like, all right. That's a problem. But we all know that these guys are not playing the seniors anymore unless they're really playing well. If you're a junior and you're playing well, you're in. If you're a sophomore and you're playing well, you're in. If you're a freshman and we highly recruited you, you're in. Like, everybody's playing. And we're getting results like that. Just, again, re- like reaffirms what I was saying, that these guys have not given up on Manny, and they definitely haven't given up on themselves. Whatever happens to Manny after the season – Hey, that's out of those kids' hands, right? That's for the board to decide and the AD and all that stuff, right? But right now, they still have games to play. Right now, they're playing for their pride, for their spots for next year, to show whoever it is, whether it's Manny or a new coach that's that's there next year, this is why I came to you, and I'm here to stay, and I'm here to win, and I'm here to play well. So either you're on this train or you're not. And I feel like those, those are the performances that we've been seeing from these kids, which, again, it wouldn't. Not that it wouldn't shock me, but I don't see why you would say, oh, Pitt's just going to run away with this game and and just blow out the Hurricanes. I don't see that happening. I really see this real gritty team going up there. I could
1: argue that they've lost by double digits to the other ranked opponents they've played this season.
0: Correct. but Some of those other ranked opponents have been really good teams, right? I mean,
1: this this State team is better than than, than that Pittsburgh team. At home? yeah
0: alabama's better than or for than us obviously. on the road like I mean, right. pittsburgh's
1: at home i mean right uh, us going in there they uh, could be sleeping on us uh, they could be it's saturday 12 o'clock why game.
0: if you're pittsburgh why wouldn't you sleep on the canes because if that if that's your argument you know what i mean like, i just
1: i don't think that's the case i mean I pittsburgh's six and one man that they their only loss on the season that's a perfect recipe their only loss no on cent. the season came at the hands of Western Michigan in a three-point game, a really weird game that they lost. Come on, cuz. But everybody else, man, I mean, they've had some good opponents, and, you know, they, they've uh, they they put in the work. Six. They have a better record than the Hurricanes, I'll tell you that. 27-17 against Clemson. They beat Va Tech 28-7, Georgia Tech 52-21. So, uh, I mean, the Canes, I don't think they're completely out of it um i think they like you said they've been staying in games long enough and I, I don't know i don't know how i feel about manny i think manny you know is the reason why um but then we kind of talked about the fact that we just lack depth we lack talent we don't have good great players unfortunately and we right. the players we did have were hurt you know the eric king got hurt we lost him Bubba bolden hurt you know hurt. What I mean? like oh
0: cameron harris hurt
1: yeah, we're just losing guys and it's like now looking back at these last three games that that small, you know, those last those two lo- last two losses. I mean, one field goal and the oh, Hurricanes win those games, you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. So, I see what you're saying, but this is a tough challenge going in against Pittsburgh uh Saturday at noon. Um you want to make some predictions? I got the Canes winning, dog. Okay. Okay. Um I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh winning this one on hey, the road. I hear you, right, bro. You know, hey, I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh. That's a smart bet. I just, I just think, I think it's too close. I just think that they don't have it. I mean, the close games tell me that like they're there, they're competitive, but they just don't have what it takes to close out that game.
0: They should have won that North Carolina game. They should have won that game. There was some weird shit that happened towards the end. Whatever. We're we're not gonna discuss that now because that game is over. But I really feel like these players have not given up. And if they haven't given up, Manny can take advantage of that to keep that momentum going into his next week and beat Pitt. I can I've seen it happen before, so
1: why not this weekend? He's gonna need a, a good a good rest of the season. He's got a challenge, challenging couple games. I mean, just because of the fact that, that they're games that the Canes absolutely need to win. This game against Pitt, I feel like all right, you know, they're a great team. But after that, it's Georgia Tech. Right. Then they play FSU and they play Votech. I don't think I mean, all, those are all programs that you know. The yeah, but I don't think they're all.
0: I don't think they're like the the expectation right now is for the the canes to win all those games, right? Maybe from the fans' point of view, right? Like yo, you got to beat these teams. But I think for I don't Manny's
1: think, sake, he has to he man, has to go in there. And not win even. Those games. You know
0: what I think would speak louder, th- you know, than actually winning those four games and having the team look bad, is if the team looks good and they still lose right if Tyler Van Dyke goes out there and throws for 400 yards with four touchdowns and no picks and lose that could happen mm. and that leads to me to believe and be like yo this can, we got a quarterback right here dog like we need to build this up or if we go out there and we hold the team like Pittsburgh to 21 points
1: so, so what you're saying is you know what it's, I mean? it's not so important as to the, 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 the final loss. result. right?
0: It's a matter of the production on the field. The from 60 the...
1: minutes of production in between, how you got to that loss or how you got to that win. If Correct. it's just a blowout, you're never in it from the first game. Bingo. Nobody's in it. Everybody's defeated at the beginning, and you don't get to test these guys out going into next year. We don't really accomplish anything. But even if you lose, but if you keep it tight and you let these guys develop with actual live in-game play, at least we're cooking with something for next year. Exactly. I see what you're saying. I can definitely and, and, see that. And,
0: I, and that's why, and the reason why I say that is because this season's already a wash. We've lost too many games. Yeah. We've, we're not going to compete for our ACC title. Like, forget about that. Right? It's a wash. We need to evaluate ourselves realistically while we're competing, mm. and that's what we're doing. You know what I mean? Right now, it's like the Eric King got hurt, and that shit sucks. But it's a blessing in disguise, right, for him because now he can get healthy and take all his time to rehab in order to get ready for the NFL. Dope, go do that. Assure your spot in the draft. For us here, we get Tyler Van Dyke and Jake Garcia to say, "All right, well now you guys are gonna play, and we get to see you guys and can coach you and help you learn without you guys having the pressure of us being four and one in the season or five and one in the season, and you have to win and you have to make a good throw." And you,
1: you know what I mean? No, I, I, totally, I totally. So see that's where you're why I'm from. like,
0: yo, the the you know this game could be a real like galvanizing galvanizing moment for this Hurricanes team to be like all right we're not giving up on ourselves let's go out there and play tough that's all I'm asking yeah who
1: knows they can go in the pit get this win on the road and then that decides hey that's how we're going to go into these next 3 games you
0: look impressive against these next 4 teams and especially a team like FSU right who people want to equate to our level as far as talent wise if you want to go out there and compete and really put in some real good performances I'm going to be better with that than you going out there and faking the funk and getting four lucky as wins. Forget that, dog. I don't want to see that. I want to see the talent because that's what I'm going to base my expectations on for next year, regardless of Manny being here or not, right? Because we still don't know.
1: So that's the silver lining in the dark cloud that is the Miami Hurricanes hurricanes. football season, right? Yeah. Can that same concept apply to our beloved Dolphins? Let's let's take a second to think about that. I'll, I'll put some Jeopardy music in here. Nah, so I don't need that. much Copyright Jeopardy music for the YouTube video. Mm, mm, mm. The
0: answer's gonna be a hell no. <laughs> uh,
1: I knew. Uh, frankly, I kind of knew
0: where you were going with that already. And you know why, dog? It's for me. For me, it's the negativity surrounding the team. So many questions. So much negativity surrounding the team. The Watson shit. Poor tour. Coach flow. Steven Ross, uh, the wide receivers are hurt. Oh, we got no running game. The offensive line is bad. Damn, Dan Marino's on the field talking to tour, Like, all these things. Oh, shit, we lose another close game.
1: Yeah, so the Dolphins uh, coming off a devastating loss against the Atlanta Falcons, um, Can't who, do were, it. who were, they were, Two uh, and three up until that point, and we were one and five up until that point. They beat us in a close one at the end, 30 to 28, um, and that puts us now at one and six on the season.
0: One of the worst teams in football, right? Won
1: our very first game, the home opener against uh, – Six straight losses. After on the road game. in Foxborough and six straight losses thereafter.
0: And like my boy Serge says, Tua almost gave away that game in the in the beginning of the season too, so we probably would have been 0-6 by now had things gone wrong and I want to start with Tua because he's the main focus point for everybody's like negativity right everybody wants to say oh nah, well it's Tua bro he's yeah I get it and I hate that and I get it and I get it and I get it I get the reasons for it and I get the reasons against it but again if we're looking at our at this squad realistically you got to look at that guy and that position and be like that's not the issue it needs to improve hardcore like asap mm-hmm. right It needs to improve like asap but at this very moment that is not the problem because the dog threw for 400 yards or 300
1: something yards he threw for 291 yards four touchdowns know. Know. and two interceptions on 32 for 40 passing okay and, and he and, also ran for another 29 yards okay so seven th- yards that, to carry that
0: that 32 or 40 just lets me know how bad the
1: team is? Yeah, right. That's my point. That's it's not Tua. It, Granted, Tua not. threw those two picks, especially the one at the end. Picks. Yeah, the one at the end, more so than anything. I mean, that everybody's upset cost us about the game that. cost us the game, and you can. It's very easy to just go Tua. That's the guy. He was the reason why. Ah. But without Tua, we're not even in position to potentially win that game. I mean, the last quarterback who had four touchdowns like that. Oh wait, no, go ahead.
0: Oh, that's right because you're gonna have to go back and look. And it was, you know what That I mean? upsets like,
1: me. Meanwhile, on our defense, okay, the best thing that we have to show for against this t- two and three at the time Atlanta Hawks team that's been struggling, geez. struggling, okay? This, and this we only defense. are able to get one sack on, on Matt Ryan. Who had the sack? It was Holland. Beast. Holland had the sack. And then uh, shout out to that Xavier Howard, Howard for picking him off. He yeah. had a pick in the game. Yeah. Um, but besides and, that, there's really nothing nothing else that stood out on defense for us, man. A, t, a, a defensive unit that we had such high expectations for. So Yeah, big time. And, and look, they're just letting us down week after week, week,
0: man. Week in, week out. And a lot of that has to do with a lot of the coaching staff. I hate to put it on, on Coach Flo,
1: no, but, it but it has he's to the head guy.
0: Point. He's the head guy. You know what I mean? Like offensive coordinator, play calling, that whole shit is in shambles. A lot of questions, a lot of negativity surrounding that. The defense is doing horribly, and that was supposed to be like the rock solid part of this team. Which leads me to just start questioning everything in real time and be like, "Yo, who's really good here? Yeah. Who's really who do like, we need here? Who do we need here?" Waddle, right. Waddle definitely is Gisaki, this, and he's a like a, a at this point he's like a if because I feel like. Yeah, he does his thing, right? And gets some big first downs for us. But I don't see enough of him in the blocking game, right? And he's supposed to be like one of those two way players type of tight ends. Maybe that's just me
1: hating on Gasecki. I think it is. I think a part but, of it is that. Uh, because we have five stud tight ends, and there's a couple of them that are better at blocking than, than that. When we got Gasecki in there, Papa, but, he's, but he's, I, the one, he's the playmaker for us. I feel us. you. But he's
0: the 1 8 getting put into spot number one. Right. And number two, he's the one making the most money out of those tight ends. Yeah. So you have to be but rightfully there,
1: rightfully so. Seven catches, eighty five yards, and a touchdown. He was our leading receiver, Waddle behind them. Seven yard seven receptions, eighty three yards, no touchdowns. Don't talk about Gaseki, bro. Keep his name out your
0: mind. Nah, you gotta remember, dog if if again, part of the reason why the offensive line is so bad, part of the reason why Tua doesn't have time to throw is
1: because nobody can block. That's not on Gusecki when he's going out for a route, bro. But that's the thing. That's on the five guys on the O line. You got two guards, two tackles, and a center that are just letting guys blow blow through. It's not it's it, he's a part of that dog. Uh, on certain plays. He's a part of that. On certain plays, but he's we a don't. Part even, of that. If your argument all right, your argument, I would I would see My more of your is, side of that argument uh-huh. if we ran the ball more, which is another problem I have with the third. Right, what do we have to lose now?
0: No, the problem is that we we, we start Malcolm Brown instead of Miles, Miles Gaskin. Miles
1: Gaskin, who had a huge phenomenal game the week before. If, but
0: this is what I'm telling like you. The coaching staff, back, it goes back it, to it the goes, coaching staff. It goes staff. back to the coaching staff and evaluating the players, dog. <laughs> All the shit that you said about Gusecki is right. But guess what? If you want to get paid elite money, if we're going to be an elite team, a really good team, he can't be our number one tight end because he doesn't fucking block. Simple. Kyle Pitts was doing everything on that fucking field on Sunday. Blocking, chipping, catching, running on the field, running after the catch, making big catches, catching touchdowns. Kyle Pitts is probably already better than, than Gusecki. Well, I mean, so then that's he's when a,
1: he's a specimen though. That I feel guy, you. that guy's a first he's round. He's rare, right? And yeah. he's rare, but that's what I'm saying. Gusecki like he wasn't a first round talent.
0: I feel you, but that's uh, that's us evaluating the talent that's on the field. We can't say Yogaseki's
1: really really good. I just think you're harping on the wrong thing now. No. No, 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 no. I no, understand no. the point you're trying but, to make, but they, evaluate a different player.
0: Let's let's do it. Waddle. Immediately you can see on the field that yo, no matter who's in charge, who's the quarterback, whatever scheme we're running, this kid needs to be on the field and catching balls.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Like, that shit is plain evident. So Devontae Parker. And you can put him. No, but hold on. Hold on. What I'm saying is this. Now, you take Waddle, right, and you drop him on that Atlanta team. Boom.
1: And he's at immediate and, impact.
0: And the same thing applies. Hey, we got to make sure that this guy's catching the ball every single time, and we got to make sure that we're throwing the ball to either him or Pitts every single time. Why? Because Waddle's that damn good to be elite on any other team. Gaseki isn't. Gaskin isn't. Uh, name me any other player. Parker isn't
1: running back. Williams
0: isn't, isn't. Now let's flip it to the D right. Howard. He is. Yeah. Byron Jones
1: probably is on the way down, but yeah, but um, on the
0: way down. Right. He's, he's borderline. Now we talk about defensive, like on the linebackers, Uh,
1: Christian Wilkins, right? uh, Jerome Baker.
0: That's um, it. That's That's about it. That's it, homie. And I'm not even putting Holland in a tough spot uh, because he's a rookie. And he's shown some good things.
1: I really like our, that white uh, Van Ginko, man. He, he plays hard. I like that kid, he man. He plays hard. But,
0: again, if he's on a good team or a, good, a real good defensive unit, he's not the starter. He's a guy that they bring in and everybody's like, yo, watch this guy go off on this second unit. That's just where the Dolphins are at, dog. We don't have prime players in prime positions. We don't. We don't have really good players in really good positions. We have talent that has shown himself to be talent i.e. Gasecki, right, i.e. Uh, Jerome Baker, right, Howard. All of these guys were not high, high draft picks, but they have high draft pick value where they're able to produce on the field no matter what. No, Howard would be wrong no matter what the scheme is. Baker's going to be good no matter what the scheme is, right? Waddle's going to be good no matter what the scheme is, who's the coach, whatever. Those guys are good. There are very few players on the squad that you can put in that, in that little cup, and then that's it. <laughs> The rest of the team is like, well, we got what we have. And that sucks because we've been building
1: building this team for the last three years. That's the problem. That's uh, the fucking
0: problem. That's the problem. So, again, back to the beginning. People want to hate on Tua. Without even recognizing that he's not the main problem. Now, if we had a good O-line or even a decent O-line and a decent running back game, right, where we're running the ball actually like a fucking normal NFL team, right, and while, and this dude is still fucking up, then it's easy to point at Tua and be like, sorry, my man, you're not it. But right now, you just like we were talking about Gaseka, we can't say that Tua is the problem, right? We can't point at Gaseka and be like, ah, you're the scapegoat. Nah, dog, it's not fair because the rest of the squad is bad. You know what I mean? And if the squad is bad, then what are we really expecting from this Dolphins team? What are we really expecting? And we had a lot of
1: high ass expectations well, for this did. team. We did. We had playoff hopes for this team. We Get had playoff Benna. hopes. And you know, we just we we fizzled out real quick, real real quick. We got Get we Benna. got our asses handed to us at home by the Bills, and, and now that we just started a freaking. Avalanche of ass whoopings for the Dolphins and guess who we face this Sunday on Halloween? Oh wait, it's the damn Buffalo Bills dressed as Freddy Krueger and company because they're coming to kill the Dolphins at I'm, our I'm, season.
0: I'm, I'm wiping the tears right now because it's gonna be a rough watch. Oh my and god. And look,
1: to be honest,
0: like I w- back to my main topic with all these franchises, bro. I need to focus on the positivity. I need to be with the the franchises that are doing their thing and don't have questions. But guess what? The Dolphins have a gajillion questions surrounding them, dog. And it doesn't make it fun to be a Dolphins fan. It's not fun to be a Dolphins fan right now because all you're really doing is reacting to loss after loss and expecting yeah. for something to change, and then obviously knowing that nothing's going to change. I put that cycle up on the Instagram yeah. where it's like, oh, you get your hopes up, you go back down, and then you think about it again, and you're like, ah, oh, it's, it's literally a, the story it's a of vicious our lives cycle. As, a, as
1: a Dolphins fan, man. It's a
0: vicious cycle, dog, but we're
1: in it. And it just it just sucks, It sucks, man, because like, there's, uh, it just sucks. Like, I don't even know, I'm speechless because it's like, it's every year, it's the same shit, so.
0: And then, and then again, I, I'm going to pose to you this question, right? Who stays, who goes? And you can answer truthfully. And if the answer is, I don't know, and there's no clue, then just say that. Who goes first? Is it Greer or Flores? I think Flores goes first. And and that's, you feel me? Because we've shown that. But who's out here making the draft pick selections? It's Greer. Who's out here trying to save his job by getting a Watson deal over the line to give up a bunch of shit that we've worked hard to get in order for something that's, like, completely unknown, it's Greer. So, Flores has the problem with the offense and the team. Greer has has a problem with, you know, gathering talent and actually evaluating talent. But neither one of them are going to, like, both of those guys won't ever leave at the same time. Steven
1: Ross won't leave. I mean, there's, there's a chain of command. That's 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 am going to say. Shout but out to the wire. Un-
0: unless you get... Both of them out at the same time and say, we're washing all of this. We're going to be in that same cycle where it's like, oh, we got rid of the coach, but yeah, we kept the GM. And then, then the coach gets here and it's like, well, the coach is good, but let's get rid of the GM. Boom, And then the new GM comes in and like, ah, well, this coach sucks.
1: Yeah, Boom. no, it needs to be something that either they got to get on the same page, you know, about the game plan and what's going to work. You know, what did they do this year that's not working? And how do, how do we fix that before the season ends so that we have some semblance of hope for next year? Or clean house and let's get it started over, bro. I, I tell you what, Cuba's my... Uh, Cuba. QB. Tua. Tua the Cuba. Tua the Cuba QB. <laughs> Tua's my QB. And uh, and, I, and I, if they do away with everybody, I'm cool with that. Just keep Tua and Jalen Waddle. Just keep them. That's all I ask for. Listen, I'm, I'm not going to say that I'm anti-Tua,
0: right? Because... I was the first one to say we need to give this man his shot and his respect. And I still feel that way. I don't think he's getting a, a fair shake when it comes to the Dolphins, right? Because people want to hate on him, but a bunch of other teams would love to have him, including playoff teams, right, that are fighting for playoffs. They would love to have them, right? And we we probably just don't know how to appreciate shit down here, dog. And we want such instant, instant success that it's like, ah, don't get me wrong. That Herbert thing is always going to hang over Tua. But still, but even, if
1: Tua's here, I mean, I'm sorry. If, if Herbert's wins, here, do you expect anything different? With, nah. with, uh, we would be nah. ruining that kid's career. Granted, we may be ruining Tua's, Tua's. career. I, you know, that would gonna, sucks. But hey, listen, my I mean, boy D Boy
0: said it. Tua's, Tua's either going to be good here or good somewhere else. But he is good. He'll learn how to make better decisions. I'm with that. You can teach that. You can learn that he's still pretty much a rookie in my eyes.
1: He's seven and five. Seven and f- as, you know a, what as mean? a starter for the Dolphins, and his his last game was one of his better games as a, yeah, as and a seven passer. and five because the team is shit too. He had a hundred and nine passer rating this past week. He was eighty percent on his accuracy for throws. Granted, he's still making a couple dumb mistakes with uh with the interceptions, but he doesn't have a team around him to to hold him down, and nah. that's the problem. And that's the problem. And dogs. that's the podcast. And that's the.
0: Podcast. <laughs> And that's the Dolphins' season. Yeah. Because it's going to be like that for a while, dog, because I don't see us winning shit anytime soon, dog. So well, if we'll you're betting this it. weekend, take the bills, all right? And Me and Joel are not going to make a pick. And, uh, and no, 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 no! <laughs> we're not taking
1: no, I'm taking the Dolphins. You do upset. That. You do that. Dolphins upset cuz you're going to be upset. When you're least expecting it, they're gonna win, all right? And that's what's going to happen. We're going to we're going to win this game against the Bills. They're going to be sleeping, they're going to get caught lacking, and everybody is going to lose their money this week. So, if you want to win money, listen to me. The Dolphins are going to win.
0: I'm going to play this clip on Sunday for all of you guys. Monday, as Monday. soon as No, 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 no. I'm going to put it on the IG as soon as the game oh. is over and we lose to Buffalo 35 to 7. Put your money on Buffalo. All
1: right? And I'm saying we're going to win this game. I'm not going to say a score. We're just going to win this we're game. We're just going to win, huh? You're
0: hoping against hope. All right. It is what it is. <laughs> go Dolphins. I guess. I'm not saying go Dolphins. I am, bro. Diehard to the end of I'm the day. I'm a diehard dog,
1: but you need to show me something. I'm show like, me something. I'm, I'm like that. They ain't showing me shit. I'm like that That girl, that girlfriend that's just in a the horrible relationship. He's just I'm
0: got just a k- good soul.
1: You just don't know him. <laughs> you just don't know how he is when we're alone. Let's wrap this he's, shit up, He's man. so
0: sweet. Let's wrap this shit up, man. It's time to end the show, man. Yeah. That's what the music means. Wrap that up. Wrap up the Dolphin season and the show. Make sure you're following us on social media, Sports with Social Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and more importantly, make sure you guys are subscribed to the YouTube channel, Sports with So on YouTube. That's where we have the
1: 365 flag football yeah. games. Go check out the last couple videos. Hit that like button and make sure you drop a comment in there, man. That helps the algorithm. helps your boys out.
0: Absolutely. And you know what else to do? You got to tell a friend. To tell a friend. To tell another friend. To tell one more friend. To tell another friend about this amazing podcast that we got going on here. It's a Miami-based sports podcast, and we bring you on the local flavor. Until next time, y'all. Peace.